What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney. This is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the Hulu miniseries Catch-22 and the Western movie The Sisters Brothers. But first, I want to talk about Catch-22. Catch-22 is a Hulu miniseries based on a famous novel. Let me describe you the plot, and then I'll tell you what I particularly loved about this miniseries. It's one of the best television shows I have watched in a long time. So the premise, the show is about John Yosarian, whose nickname is Yo-Yo, and by the way, I love that nickname. John Yosarian is a bombardier in World War II, and he is literally trying to do anything to get out of the war. He wants to be sent home. He has a number of missions he has to go on in the series. Goes through the funny slash exciting slash stupid ways he is trying to get out of the war. And who stars as John Yo-Yo Yosarian is Christopher Abbott. And he is fantastic. This is one of the best performances in a TV series I have seen in a long while. If if Christopher Abbott does not get nominated for an Emmy for acting in a miniseries, the Emmys just don't make sense to me anymore. He is fantastic. He is sometimes a lovable loser. He is sometimes a hero. He is a mixed bag. He is a complicated character. He doesn't want to be part of the war. He doesn't feel, you don't feel like his character is that invested in World War II or he's that loyal to his country. Yet he is a, he is highly moral. He is great with his friends. He cares about them deeply. He is emotionally invested in the people of World War II and who he's fighting with. Yet his John Yossarian is just not that invested in the overall outcome of the war. And he, again, he is just wanting to go home. Because he, he questions everything about life in general. And I just find that so complicated in the character. He's kind of an anti-hero type of guy. Down on his luck. Dummy. But yet, you, he really, he has some, you know, he, he really has some great moral fiber as a character. And I just think he's so complicated. You don't get these kind of complicated characters on television all that often. And Christopher Abbott is going to become a star. Because of how he played the John Yo-Yo Yosarian character. He's a mixed bag. Again, he cares deeply about people. He wants to get out of the war. But he doesn't quite care if America wins the war. He just wants the war to be over. And he wants. he's just so mixed up in his own thing that he just wants out of being a bombardier. And he even describes what's funny is that he joined the bombardier because he knew that would be the longest training to do. And he thought by the time he trained well enough to become a good bombardier that the war would be over. So yes, he's a hero type guy who was drafted into the war, doesn't want to be in it. He's quite, he's quite a good bombardier in the show. Let me put that up. And there are heroic moments, but again, He's a complicated character that I enjoy so much. Again, Christopher Abbott is the next big star. He plays John Yo-Yo Yosarian, who's the lead of the show. It is phenomenal. The the Just the art. He's in basically every scene of the show, and he plays it just perfectly. A more established actor in this series is Kyle Chandler. 
famous for Friday Night Lights, the television series. He plays Colonel Cathart, and he is hilarious, and he is so underrated in everything he is in since that show ended, Friday Night Lights. He's done phenomenal work in movies like Game Night and Bridge of Spies. He's just a really good actor. Kyle Chandler is a phenomenal supporting type actor who, yeah, he could be a lead in something, but I just think he works so well. He's so odd as Cathart. He He's bossy. He's, you know, he's just a bumbling idiot at times. He's just over the top good, but it works for me. And I think his character is is a good contrast to John Yossarian as his boss. He doesn't, he makes deals with him. He just, he's more of the ultimate. He's invested in the war more so than John Yossarian is. He's just, he's a colonel. He cares about the thing. And I just, Kyle Chandler is just phenomenal in anything he does. I will watch him be anything in anything. Any movie, any TV show, if Kyler Chandler is in it, I will definitely give it a chance. There are two other famous actors who have small, pivotal roles in this TV series. George Clooney, yeah, you've heard of him, and Hugh Laurie from House are smaller roles in this, but they do have pivotal moments. George Clooney's character is kind of Christopher Abbott's character's nemesis in a way. Christopher Abbott's character has an affair with George Clooney's character's wife. I think that's an interesting dynamic. But George Clooney directed some of the episodes, produced the series. He's he's totally involved in the series, but he has such a small role. And what George Clooney is doing is, again, is so over the top. And Hugh Laurie has some funny moments. His character just wants to have good stakes during the war. I mean... The, the characters that George Clooney, Hugh Laurie, and Kyler Chandler are playing kind of give you an evidence of why Christopher Abbott's character, John Yo-Yo Yossarian, is fed up with the war. The leadership he's getting during this war is not that good. These are crooked characters at times who only care about themselves. George Clooney's character is just fully into himself being the leader. Again, Hugh Laurie's character just cares about stakes, and Kyle Chandler's character just cares about being in charge. And when he loses that power... He loses his credibility and everything. I mean, the, it tells you, it gives you a little insight about why our leading man, Yo-Yo Yosarian, is fed up with being led by these people and sick of going on these missions. And I just think it's a great contrast to his character. And I just think they all fit perfectly in the show. To have guys like Kyle Chandler, George Clooney, and Hugh Laurie play small roles, it's just fascinating to me because they could all be the leads in anything they wanted. Yet they work so well in this miniseries. And, and again, Catch-22 is so good. This show is so, so good. There is a great mix of comedy and intense moments. Most of the show takes place in Italy. And you see a lot of the, the characters swimming and having fun and having a good time. But then you see the intensity of war. And a lot of them perish. And, and how Christopher Abbott's character, John Yossarian, deals with those deaths is fascinating. He deals with them all in the same way. You don't get the thing, you don't always get the picture that he cares. But when his friends are going through something, that's when this character comes alive, really. And he's not, he's, he's the most human character I've seen in a long while. I do want to talk about one more actor in the show. Graham Patrick Martin was on Two and a Half Men at one point. He was also part of the Bill Enval show. He plays Orr. He plays John Yossarian's best friend in the series. 
He is a delight in this series. What he's doing in the role, he's a scene stealer. Again, his character's not that pivotal to the show. He's just there to have a good time. But then when he comes on screen, I was fully invested on what is happening with this character. Again, he's been in comedies before. He was in Two and a Half Men. He plays the best friend of Jake in the show. And his mom dates Alan in Two and a Half Men. Again, I don't want to go on a Two and a Half Men tangent. But Grand Patrick Martin is so good as Orr. And I just thought he was the one, he was the one friend of John Yossarian that I cared about in the show. I didn't really like the other young actors in the series that much. There were some interesting performances, but Grand Patrick Martin really caught my eye. And I think he deserves credit for what he does in the show because he really doesn't have that much to deal with he just comes in there but he always looks like he's having a good time during world war ii i know it's weird and and the last thing i want to talk about catch 22 the ending is fantastic the show's up and down and the horror of war this show shows the horror of war and how it feels like it will never end for john yosarian he is a bombardier who by the end of the show has gone on 50 plus missions and there is no end in sight and i think that must feel how most wars feel to soldiers and johnny osarian is going through something most of his friends have perished at this point he's at the end of his ropes and there is no end in sight and that is just fascinating you don't see that in a lot of these movies or tv shows and a lot of movies like saving private ryan and a lot of these intense war movies they show the endings of the war and us winning the war but you don't This show, Catch-22, gives you a moment for the character of John Yossarian that this war will never end for him, and things will never quite be the same for him in that line. There is no end in sight for John Yossarian in World War II. And for me, that is a fascinating way to end the series because we all know, guess what? We win World War II. But for the show to end on a dark note like that, I just thought it was perfect, and I think Catch-22 is perfect. You should catch Christopher Abbott in Catch 22 on Hulu. I couldn't, I couldn't say enough about the show. It is phenomenal and he is phenomenal in it as John Yosarian. Christopher Abbott's going to be the next big star, in my opinion. Switching gears, let's talk about the Sisters Brothers. The Sisters Brothers is a Western comedy starring Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley as Charlie and Eli Sisters. They are brothers. I know that is confusing to think about why the title of that movie. But the, the premise of this movie is Charlie and Eli are basically bounty hunters after... They are after a guy named Herman who has a new formula to search for gold basically this is a this is a good old-fashioned western gold hunting movie the premise of two guys searching for gold and and there's just so much going on in this movie i really find it delightful kind of a western movie and i really love the western film genre let's talk about joaquin phoenix and john c Riley. this is a pairing that is money in the making joaquin phoenix and john c Riley are masters of their craft and they have insane chemistry joaquin phoenix has been doing this for 20 something years he can do any genre john c Riley is probably most famous for his comedies but he is insanely good in dramas these guys can act in any genre at any time and they can do it 
whenever they want. They are masters. They are two of the top 20 actors working today. And to work together for the first time, it's phenomenal. I just think what they do, their chemistry is nuts. They play brothers. Charlie is more the protector. Eli is a guy... Who, who has a complicated history of what their job is. He doesn't quite want to be a gunman because that's kind of what he is. He's a hired gun to take down Herman, who, who again, he's like Herman is a scientist played by Riz Ahmed who has a new scientific formula to search for gold. There's another actor in this. Jake Gyllenhaal plays John Morris. John Morris is like a detective who is searching for Herman, and his job is to track down Herman and write to the sister brothers to come and kill him. Why it takes three people to kill one guy, I'll never quite understand that. But Jake Gyllenhaal continues his streak of playing complicated characters, each one different. There are no patterns into the film choices that Jake Gyllenhaal is doing, and it's brilliant. And the fact that he's willing to be a supporting character to the likes of Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley's, I think is phenomenal, because he really works as John Morris. He, he has a complicated history. John Morris is a guy, he, he wants... To find the gold, he, he kind of, again, he's quick to just, he's hunting this guy called Herman, who's played by Riz Ahmed, and more on Riz Ahmed in a minute. But, but John, the John Morris character is the most complicated of these guys, because he has an agenda to find this guy. And then he quickly gives up on this endeavor and joins Herman, and together they're going to create a new culture with the gold like it's just a fascinating movie and fascinating turns but jake Gyllenhaal, again since nightcrawler he's just been making rare and interesting choices and i think he's one of the best actors working today now i want to talk about riz Ahmed. riz Ahmed is on a roll he has made the movies nightcrawler the Night Of on HBO, the show, Rogue One, now he was in Venom. This guy can go from big movies to smaller movies. He, I think he's one of the best supporting actors out there. He has never quite been the leading man. He was in the movie Una with Rooney Mara, which I talked about on the podcast, the Rooney Mara podcast. He's just so good at what he's doing. He can play, he's like a chameleon. He can play any character and it doesn't have to deal. He can have the accent. He doesn't have the accent. It just works. He is one of the best supporting guys there. And his Herman character is this, he wants to end the violence. He's sick of the way that Western culture is right now with guns and violence. I just think this movie has a lot to say. This movie deals with greed and violence in a great way. It shows you the horror of those things. Charlie's character, Joaquin Phoenix plays Charlie. He, his greed is one of the reasons his life gets messed up. He's also a drunk in this movie. Joaquin Phoenix plays this insanely great. Joaquin Phoenix is a master of his craft. He is one of the top five actors in the world. If you disagree with me, then you haven't seen most of his work because it's brilliant. And when he's going to be the Joker, I have high, high hopes for his Joker. I want to talk about John C. Riley's character of Eli because I think he's given the most interesting arc. He is somebody who wants to settle down from his gunman lifestyle. He doesn't want to be shooting. He doesn't really care about the gold. He just wants to settle down, have a wife, have some kids, while Charlie's character wants the power, wants the gold, and that ruins him. You see Eli kind of flourish at the end, and you see Charlie's life 
you know, get ruined, basically. And I find that an interesting contrast. And what the filmmaker is saying is that, hey, maybe the Eli character is more of the good guy and the Charlie character. The Charlie character has some good in him. He's protective of Eli, and, and he's re- he really had to go through a traumatic backstory and how he dealt with their father. I mean, it's an interesting storyline for the Charlie character. I think I like the Eli character better. I mean, John C. Riley just does everything in this role. He's funny at times. He's dumb at times. But he's also the most sincere character. He doesn't want to keep this gunman lifestyle and to be a hired gun for some guy for the rest of his life. He wants to settle down and start a family. And it's a noble cause. And I just think the two of them contrast each other so well. But yet, they need each other in the end. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix's character talks about replacing his brother with a new partner. Um, John C. Riley's character wants a new horse. He feels like he's getting the raw end of this deal. I just think this is a good old classic Western. You cannot fit this into a genre. Is it comedy? Is it drama? It's just a really great Western movie that I think we should all enjoy. And it's just so good. Again, where else are you going to get Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley, J. Jalen Hall, and Riz Ahmed? I'm into movies with really good actors doing really good performances. All four of the key roles in this movie are acted brilliantly. It is a great Western movie. The hunt for gold, the hunt for greed. It's just everything. Everything in this movie is phenomenal. And again, violence. The way this movie deals with violence, senseless violence, senseless greed... It's just one of the very best Western movies I've seen recently. I really love the Western genre. I've really gotten into it a little bit. Modern Westerns are actually really, really good, especially when you get actors of this caliber. Joaquin Phoenix and Jake Gyllenhaal are two of the top ten in the game right now, right now, and right now, and then now, and then Riz Ahmed and John C. Riley. The choices these actors are making. This is why a movie like this, to me, can sometimes be more interesting than a superhero movie. It just can be. The Sisters Brothers is one of the very best movies I've seen. What I really love about this movie is that the characters basically swap roles at the end of the film, and it's brilliant. Eli, John C. Riley's character, becomes super protective over Charlie, who, spoiler alert, loses his arm. I'm not going to explain how he loses his arm, but he loses his arm arm and these two brothers are left the last scene is beautiful they meet their mother who they you can tell they haven't seen in a long long while i just think this is a good old classic western movie with two of the best actors in the game working together i mean they've been in paul thomas anderson movies joaquin phoenix has been in the master in inherent vice john c Riley was in boogie nights and I just think that the two of them, if they could ever do a Paul Thomas Anderson-directed movie together, that's the way to go. Because this is a brilliant movie. And again, what Riz Ahmed is doing as Herman is just really, really good work. I mean, I just it's an entertaining fast-paced movie about gold. Western movies are so good because it doesn't have... A Western movie, you can do so much with the plot, and it's so easy to follow. There's complicated things in this movie. Again, the what what this movie is saying about greed and violence and drinking, there's a lot in there. But you can hide all that stuff in this simple, easy-to-follow plot about two brothers finding gold. That's all it's about. And then these two brothers form this alliance 
with these two other guys to find gold. And you can really put these complicated story inside the simple, easy plot. That's why I think this movie is brilliant. There's complicated ideas in it. But it's such a simple, easy movie to follow that I just... It it doesn't make sense why it didn't make a lot of money. I saw it on Hulu. I mean, this movie... I I really am a fan of the Western genre, and I really am a fan of these actors. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. Joaquin Phoenix is going to be in the next Joker movie. Who knows what John C. Riley is going to do next? Riz Ahmed was in the Venom movie. It's just so interesting that these... Oh, John C. Riley was in Guardians of the Galaxy. To see these actors who have been in these big, higher-up superhero movies, and then they can do these smaller type of movies, that's what I think acting is. You can be in these big superhero movies, but I just want these actors to keep doing these kind of movies also that revolve around the plot, and there's nothing super powerful about it. It's just two brothers searching for gold, and then they switch roles at the end of the movie, and they... I don't know, just the two stories about a brother searching for gold. That's the easiest way I can describe this movie. The Sister Brothers, I could not recommend this movie anymore. It is brilliant. Joaquin Phoenix, John C. Riley, Jake Gyllenhaal, Riz Ahmed, need I say more? These are four of the top 20 actors working today. Their work is excellent. They've all won numerous awards. And for them to play a role in a movie like this is pivotal to what I want to see on screen. It is interesting, it is fascinating, and it is a great movie. Thanks again for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Check out the Chatter Podcast Network, also the home of my other podcast, Head to Head. It's about sports, weekly topics, about every, the latest in sports. Check that out, and please rate, review, and subscribe, Pop Culture Spotlight. This week, I put the spotlight on Cash. 22 and the sister brothers next week i'm putting the spotlight on the movies the old man and the gun and sorry to bother you please rate review and subscribe and thanks again for listening 